So the formation lap is coming to a close. Just to reiterate, we have hybrid energy management in use once again in this race. And in terms of how the top 10 look, this is how many laps they have without it. 15 lap race, uh, Tom Ingram has 10 laps without hybrid. The man alongside him in second place, Rory Butcher, has nine laps without it. Third place, Jake Hill, will have eight laps without hybrid use. And Ash Sutton, who is fourth on the grid, will be without it for seven laps. Colin Turkington, six laps without hybrid in fifth place. Uh, Adam Morgan, who sits sixth, will be with five laps and not being able to use it. Seventh on the grid, Bobby Thompson, four laps without hybrid. Uh, then behind him in eighth place, George Gamble, three laps without it. Dan Camish, who sits in ninth, will have two laps without hybrid use. And a man who sits in tenth place, Stephen Jelly, who will have just a single lap without hybrid. The rest of the order get the full usage of 15 laps of hybrid. Of course, you're not allowed to use it on the first lap of the race. And you're not allowed to use it after a restart either. So... And a few times you cannot use it. Of course, you have to be in a, a selected gear. Uh, after that, you can use it. And, of course, at a certain speed uh, around the circuit, uh, but you can use it to attack, to defend, to put out the corner. Uh, whatever you want to do, that's where you can use it. And you'll be able to tell when they're on hybrid uh, the blue flashing light in the side of the car. So Tom Ingram, with the least amount of hybrid to use, is that going to put him under pressure? Is he going to have to defend a little bit harder through this second race compared to race number one? Uh, well, he only loses a, a couple of laps compared to what he had in the first race. So uh, not a huge difference. Difference uh, between what he had uh, coming into this weekend, third in the championship, uh, compared to where he sits now, first in the championship. But he brings himself now to the grid. He sits there on that pole position, uh, and Jake Hill, who sits just behind him on that second row, he racked up uh, for himself his 30th podium in the British Touring Car Championship. So a nice little target that he managed to get through that uh, first race of the day. We have just gone 3 o'clock in the afternoon. It's that stage of the afternoon where the sun is starting to head down the other side. Uh, the trees are starting to lengthen in their shadows. It's got that kind of uh, cold feel coming towards it. And there's even more pressure on the driver to make sure that there is plenty of warmth in those tyres. Because as they all barrel roll into the first corner, they're going to have to make sure those cars stick to the tarmac. But how will this one shape out? Just to let you know once again, Tom Ingram is your new championship leader. Three points ahead of Ash Sutton, who in turn is three points ahead of Jake Hill. Colin Turkington, down there fifth on the grid, has the work to do. 30-plus points behind as they sit, but we are good to go. The green flag very shortly to wave from the rear of the field. This is round 29, ladies and gentlemen, of the Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship. We're good to go for 15 laps of racing, and we're poised for what could be a crucial race in this year's championship. Let's see how it turns out. Red lights come on now, and we go racing at Brands Hatch once again. It's a good start from Jake Hill, the BMW gets a fantastic launch from the second row of the grid. He's going to be pushed down by Ash Sutton in towards the first corner, but what can Rory Butcher do on the outside of Tom Ingram in towards Paddock Hill? Ben, they're going to be side by side, but Tom Ingram should have the lead by the time they get in towards Drew's corner, but they're still fighting hard in towards the right hand. Jake Hill's just stepping back slightly there in that third position. Doesn't want to be involved in anything that happens on toward on the run down towards Graham Hill Bend and Adam Morgan further back in fifth place is now running side by side with Colin Turkington who almost lost that place but Adam Morgan uh, couldn't quite complete it on the run down towards 30's corner so in towards the left hand they go for the first time everyone from what we can see is safely through the first couple of corners so on towards the Grand Prix circuit we go for the first time and it is Tom Ingram with the lead of the race Rory Butcher right there with them if you remember back to race number one they did pull away didn't they from the rest of the pack Alan no, he's good. 
someone's there. <laughs> uh, so on towards the back of the circuit they go then for the first time of asking. And Jake Hill is sitting there very comfortably in third position. So he's absolutely flying through these corners. But the gap is just starting to edge out now between him and the top two. So there's work to do for Jake to bring it down. Uh, but as we know, it takes time for the BMW to work its tyres up. So through into all Sterlings they go. The back end of Jake just stepping out briefly there. Uh, he's trying to keep up with Ash Sutton as well in, in terms of making sure he's not passed by him down towards the final corner. But uh, here we come. Lap one to be completed. And by the time we get to the end of the next lap, Jake Hill uh, should have those BMW tyres up to speed. So don't worry that he's falling back just yet. Uh, that should come to his advantage uh, a little bit later into this race. It takes, of course, the real drive cars uh, more time to get those uh, tyres up to temperature. Uh, Josh Cook is making a move on Dan Kamish. So Honda versus Ford Focus. And it is the Honda which goes through of uh, Josh Cook. Behind that is a big lunge there from one of the other Hondas by the looks of it. And that is going to be one of the Halfords cars by the, the, the seams of things. So who is that making his way through? I think it was Dan Robottom, who got a lovely lunge down the inside of Druid's corner. And yeah, Dan Robottom is now onto the tail of Dan Kamish. So nine against 32. A uh, few of the drivers there, now that we're onto this second lap of the race, starting to use hybrids. So they're using it to that benefit along the Cooper Strait and should be using them out the corners as well to try and attack the car in front of them. But we'll keep an eye on how the laps look. Uh, as we gave it to you, they will start to... Uh, reduce as the, the race wears on and of course most of them will want to save those laps till the end of the race because if we do have a safety car uh, they'll want to use that possibly to have a, a move to pull away from the car behind so at the minute it's uh, it's all settling down towards the front ingram still being pushed hard by rory butcher uh, gap starting to grow just gradually there between butcher and hill in third place but all in all we are safely through with most of the cars uh, apart from carl bordley who has gone missing on the first lap he uh, unfortunately i don't think was a starter so carl bordley was missing from the uh, rear of the grid after his non-finish in race number one that car of course off at hawthorne's corner so 28 we have tom ingram back with us once again lap three to be started on this occasion and tom ingram gap was a quarter of a second has Rory Butcher been able to bring it down where well, they go through and the gap now is just over a quarter of a second so slightly quicker uh, from Tom Ingram not a huge amount uh, because it was all quite busy before the start of the race so I didn't mention that they are still working on Carl Bordy's car I think they are coming to a conclusion of what they're doing but there are still mechanics under the front of the car it's still in garage uh, thanks Alan so yeah Carl Bordley missing if he's going to get out into this race it'll be more of a test session for him to get the car ready for, for race number uh, three he's not wearing overalls at oh, the okay. moment so it won't be this one no okay so they'll go for, for what they can in race number three uh, towards the back got some good moves going on there right towards the back actually because Jade Edwards is fighting with Rick Parfit that is for uh, 26th and 27th place because Nick Hamilton has yet to come through he's come into pit lane okay. he's got a bit of grass in the um, in the front of the car and slightly peculiarly he had a, a, a wrapper from a twirl at the back of his car that's been um, uh, popped down on the concrete in pit lane uh, they're blowing out the grass at the front but unfortunately the engine is now stopped so uh, the bonnet is raised uh, anyone lost a 12 it's in Nick Hamilton's grill there. it's only the wrapper oh, okay. someone's had the 12 it's all gone all yep. gone uh, so the leader's back with us once more very wide there from George Gamble he might lose a place to a further BMW because Stephen Jelly is hunting for places so he goes to the outside in towards clear ways can Jelly get the job done uh, don't think he can because Gamble's going to squeeze him as far as he can to the edge of the circuit so Gamble holds on a Jelly behind side 
side-by-side side further back between the Cooper and the Honda of Cook and Thompson. And it's Thompson now who is actually losing places because Dan Camish might be the next one to get through at Paddock Hill Bend. They run very, very close together, but just avoid making contact now. It's going to get very tight up towards Druids. They will hit the brakes pretty much the same time, and hopefully they all avoid contact, which they do. So we've got side-by-side side action there, which also involves Dan Lloyd in 13th position. He tries to work his way down the inside of Dan Robottom for 12th. They run side-by-side side in towards Graham Hill Bend, and Robottom off the circuit just briefly there uh, as he tried to give way to Dan Lloyd on the run down towards 30s. But uh, just about, uh, that order has now shaped itself out. So lots of place changes there just behind the top 10. But it is Ingram, again, who continues to lead. The gap now between the top two has just slightly grown now to just over half a second. And the reason for that is Tom Ingram has just set the quickest lap of the race, a 130.875. So Tingram into his groove, starting to eke the gap out between him and Rory Butcher. And the gap between Jake Hill and Rory Butcher is now starting to come down because on this lap, already through the first few sectors, it's looking pretty good for Jake Hill. He's done the best of anyone through sector two. So he's absolutely flying now. As we said, that BMW does take a few laps to get the tyres up to temperature. Uh, once it's there, Jake Hill has shown how quick that car goes in the second half of the race. So here he comes, almost now, in the region of making a move on Rory Butcher. Not quite, uh, but he might start to pick up the toe on towards the start-finish line. So no to tail for second and third. No to tail for fourth and fifth as well here because Sutton is under attack. Three championships for Ash Sutton, four championships for Tur Colin Turkington, seven between them, and they're fighting now for fourth place in towards Paddock Hill Bend. So Colin Turkington uh, getting the encouragement he needs uh, to try and move his way towards the head of the order because he needs to do something uh, to make sure that Tom Ingram doesn't outscore him and takes that title uh, away from his reach as we head towards race three a little bit later on. So Colin Turkington needs a little bit of help here. If he can get past Ash Sutton, he might then be on his way a bit like Jake Hill, but as it stands, and what we saw from race number one, Ash Sutton is very, very good at driving a wide Ford Focus, isn't he? So he's not going to let Colin Turkington through uh, that easy, but as it stands, those two fighting for fourth and fifth place. And we've had a five-second penalty uh, applied to George Gamble, unfortunately. Uh, so the man who sits there in seventh place has been awarded a five-second penalty for a false start. So either out of position or uh, jumping before the lights, but uh, that's not going to help George Gamble's case, who sits there at the minute in seventh place but with the five seconds added that will drop him uh, quite significantly down the order in this one so working lap number five uh, still the top three work their way towards the end of the lap as close as ever and the rear end now the Toyota Gazoo racing uh, car is just starting to get a bit twitchy here so Roy Butcher uh, knows there is a championship up for grabs he knows he's not involved in it but he knows uh, whatever he does he wants to win a race uh, whilst knowing that Jake Hill wants to make places and Tom Ingram needs to win the race to keep this championship alive. So off they go across the line now. And again, it's close as ever between second and third and close between fourth and fifth. And Colin Turkington uh, tries a different approach in towards Paddock Hill Bend. He, he thought uh, to go to the inside. But again, Ash Sutton had both lines covered there. But Colin Turkington, Colin Turkington sorry, just like uh, Jake Hill in race one, will be starting to get a little bit frustrated as this race unfolds. So he want to get through as quick as possible and not be delayed too much in this one but the, the clock is ticking and the laps are starting to count down so on they go now through the Cooper straight behind the top five it's still the two uh, car gods with Sicily Motorsport BMWs it's uh, Adam Morgan ahead of George Gamble uh, Josh Cook sits there in the number 66 machine in what's going to be eighth position uh, that's the first of the BTC racing Hondas uh, and then behind that Bobby Thompson and Dan Camish have now settled themselves into ninth and tenth positions the independent class uh, leader is Adam Morgan 
He sits up there in sixth position as it stands. And already we're starting to get black and white flags for track limits. One of those being the number three car of Tom Chilton. The other one, Ash Sutton in fourth place. So he's being hassled all the time by Colin Turkington. He's just running slightly wide of the corners there. So first track limit warning for Ash Sutton. As we said, if you do that too many times, it does mean that you could turn into a time penalty by the end of the race, which would be a big blow for the man who sits there in fourth place at the minute but uh, his main priority is trying to keep ahead of Colin Turkington which is becoming ever harder now because Colin Turkington again gets a great run through clearways and Clark Curve as they head up towards the line to complete lap number six uh, Tom Ingram still leading the way the gap has grown between him and Rory Butcher it's now almost seven tenths of a second and the reason that it continues to grow is because Jake Hill is absolutely flying and on every single occasion a bit like Colin Turkington trying to find his way through and Colin almost looked for a move again up towards Druids on Ash Sutton but uh, the door was half tempted to be open uh, but Colin knew that if he went there uh, Ash quite very quickly shut the door and uh, there could have been contact so uh, he doesn't try it there he gets a good run though through Graham Hill Bend uh, we can see Ash Sutton is on the hybrid so it gives him a little bit more power down towards Surtees uh, and again Colin Turkington went for the attack uh, by that time, time he can't then get to the outside which then delays him on towards the uh, run down through Pilgrim's Drop and for the second race in a row Ash Sutton's going to have left rear damage because Colin Turkington uh, just gives him a, a push in the back and again as we said Colin's getting very frustrated now to try and find his way through but every single where he goes it just makes means that Ash Sutton is there as well. So Colin Turkington, I won't try anything too silly, but in doing so, he's now starting to be caught by Adam Morgan behind him. So uh, this is getting very, very dicey between uh, these two former champions, whilst the two up front, Jake Hill and Tom Ingram, looking for their first ever British Touring Car Championship title. And as it stands, it's all working in the favour of Tom Ingram, who is still leading the lap. He still has the fastest lap and he's still winning the race. So all those points, once again, going back to Tom Ingram as Colin Turkington finally gets to the outside of Ash Sutton. There's a bit of a rub between the two of them. And Ash Sutton is going to try his hardest again to keep Colin Turkington at bay, which he does. But that was, again, uh, too much contact between the two of them. In turn, it has allowed Adam Morgan to come to the outside. So it's two BMWs now racing side by side. It's more of a, a defensive move this time for Colin Turkington rather than the uh, attacking mode. He's been in for the last five or six laps. But for now, Colin Turkington still remains there in fifth place. And Jake Hill's gone through. So just up the road, Jake Hill has found his way through into second place. So lots of action happening in this one at the minute. But it's Jake Hill through into second place. And now the door opens for him to try and close down on the race leader. And the, the move came at Paddock Hill Bend because Butcher's car was slightly wide. Uh, the, the rear end was wagging again. Uh, and with that, Roy Butcher couldn't get to the inside of Druids to cover the line. So Jake Hill uh, took the uh, opportunity move he needed to get through. And that will be job done for now. So Jake Hill absolutely fantastic in his attacking uh, and with that the pressure just started to rise up for Roy Butcher so uh, Roy will try and hang with him as best as he can uh, and try and live with Jake Hill's pace here to try and then have a go at Tom Ingram but what is the gap between the top two well it's a bit insignificant at the minute because it was nine tenths between Rory Butcher that possibly would have uh, would have grown with Rory Butcher's moment and of course with Jake Hill making the move so we'll have to wait and see what happens with that and has Colin Turkington got through a replay shows he might have done here because he went to the inside into all 30s and yeah the door was prized open so another move uh, from a BMW on the same lap so Turkington through for fourth place uh, Jake Hill through for second place and the gap by 
the eye looks to be coming down already. So here we go, top two across the line, and it was nine tenths of a second between Rory Butcher and Tom Ingram. It's now seven tenths of a second because Jake Hill is absolutely flying. Uh, not quite the quickest lap of the race, although he did a 131.4 there, and that was with a move on Rory Butcher. So he's just uh, nursing the tyres, I'd say, at the minute. Uh, one thing that Jake Hill is doing, he's sticking the lights on. So it's going to be full beam now in the rearview mirror of Tom Ingram, but he's trying to close the gap down to our race leader as they work their way again on towards the Cooper Strait. Colin Turkington, now that he's passed Ash Sutton, has also picked up the pace as well because that gap between him and the man who has the final step on the podium, Rory Butcher, is also starting to uh, close itself up once more because Colin on that previous lap uh, did his best lap of the race at 131.3, uh, which was almost two tenths of a second quicker than Rory Butcher. So we're getting closer between the top four. Uh, fifth place now, Ash Sutton starting to drop back into the clutches of Adam Morgan. Uh, that gap is less than three tenths of a second. And then Adam's teammate, still with that five second penalty, is George Gamble in seventh place. Cook still sits in eighth. Camish for ninth. And Bobby Thompson uh, now still on the fringes of the top ten. So that's how the order looks as we have just ticked over half race distance. So lap nine we are on. Seven laps to go at the minute. It's going to be down to six by the time we get through uh, on this occasion. And I don't think Ash Sutton's going to be able to hang on ahead of the other BMW because Adam Morgan is again all over the tail through Sterling's. A little bit of a wide moment there for Ash Sutton, so let's see if he's managed to hold the place. Yes, he has, uh, but we've got two more BMWs now starting to queue up behind, so both Morgan and Gamble are there as they come across the line. Tom Ingram and Jake Hill is down to less than half a second, so Jake Hill is trying his best to take the lead of the races away. He wants to take it because he knows he'll get 20 valuable championship points. He's six points adrift of Tom Ingram coming into this race. If he gets ahead of him, he'll narrow the gap down to just three points between them. Uh, it depends who takes the fastest lap, of course, as well. If you get that, you get an extra point, and you also get a lap for leading the race. But if Jack, uh, Jake does go through, it does mean they'll be even on the, the laps led. It will all be about the, the fastest lap, whether it be four points between the two or two points into the last race of the day. But for now, main priority for Jake Hill is just to get past Tom Ingram. That's what he'll be focusing on. That's what he's trying to do as he continues to close down to the race leader. It would be interesting to see how many hybrid laps they've got left because, as we know, into this race, uh, Tom Ingram was going to be 10 laps without hybrid. Uh, Jake Hill was eight laps. So, effectively, Jake Hill has two more hybrid laps than Tom Ingram. But how many have they used across the first uh, nine laps of this race? We'll get an indication, hopefully, on the pitches very shortly. But as it stands, none of them on the hybrid down through the back of the circuit. So keeping it in the bank for the time being. And all of this is being done at the minute on pure pace for Jake Hill. So he continues to close. He gets right again onto the bumper of Tom Ingram. This is the closest he's been so far in this race. So down off the Grand Prix circuit they come. They turn through clearways and Clark Curve for the 10th time of asking. And will Jake Hill be in a position to put the pressure on and maybe make a move in towards Paddock Hill Bend? Possibly not on this occasion. Behind that, Colin Turkington in the other BMW. Teammate to Jake Hill is making progress as well. So both of the BMWs now starting to get into their own little rhythm as they work their way in towards Paddock. And this will be the move for Colin Turkington. He gets close and close to the back of Rory Butcher. Uh, gives him a little bump into the corner. And then he tries to go to the outside in towards Druids. But uh, by doing that, it's the long way round. It's the more work to be put on the tyres. And it doesn't really give you the run down towards Graham Hill Bend. So Colin Turkington uh, darting from left to right at the minute. And as, are they on the hybrid? Well, yeah, Rory Butcher is. Colin Turkington, not quite. But let's see if it's later on the brakes into Walserti's corner. No, Rory Butcher holds the middle of the track. So third and fourth stay as they were. First and second still stays as Tom Ingram ahead of Jake Hill. And behind here, Ash Sutton with the, the cars now starting to queue up. So we've got 
Gamble and Morgan. They switched around on that previous lap. And uh, Josh Cook in the Honda has now, so, uh, now also joined the equation as well. So we've got three, four cars battling for fifth place. Uh, top two together. Got the two cars for third place as well. So we've got some really nice battles unfolding in this one. The second race of the day for the Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship. This being round 29. And Jake Hill gets a great run through Sheen Curve. He's all over the back of Tom Ingram. But where does he go? He doesn't go for a lunge down in towards Sterling's. So he sits on the back. He gets very close to the rear of Tom Ingram, who runs wide on the exit of the corner. And it's going to be a drag race down towards the right-hander at Clearway. So again... Nothing to choose between the top two. Three tenths of a second last time round. But again, Jake Hill is quicker around the back of the circuit. But he just needs to place that car in the right part of the circuit to make sure he gets the job done. Because if he gets the exit, but Tom Ingram's car is bang smack in the middle of the track, it's not going to benefit him. So he's going to have to try and work this to his advantage. He gets a good run through Paddock Hill Bend. But again, Tom Ingram goes defensive, just like we saw from Ash Sutton in race number one. It made it very hard for Jake Hill to find his way through. So absolutely trying every single trick in the book is Jake Hill. But neither of these guys have taken a championship in the British Touring Car uh, season they've had previous. So it's all about this weekend. Uh, these two youngsters vying for the title here this weekend. Uh, Tom Ingram has been in this position before. He's been into the final round as a championship contender. Uh, Jake Hill is the first time he's been here, so he's dealing with the pressure very, very well indeed. I think his dad, Simon Hill, will be very proud of what he's achieved this year and so far this weekend. So they push on down towards the right-hander of Hawthorns. And on this lap, Jake Hill has just decided to back off just slightly. So maybe he's going to try and get the run on round Westfield and try and get the, the good momentum through Dingletail, which we saw him trying to make a move last time through. And again, yeah, all the way up the hill towards Sheen Curve. This is where he took a, a huge amount of curb and found himself right on the tail of uh, Tom Ingram through Sterling's. It's exactly the same scenario, but Tom, of course, will know it's coming. So he does exactly what he did a lap ago. He places the car in the middle of the circuit. He then will go for the tighter line in towards the right-hander down towards Clearways and Clark Curve. And that means that Jake Hill can't find a way through. So it's uh, deja vu for another lap as they come back into our sights once again with lap number 12 to be completed. So three laps to go uh, as we cross the line this time round. It's still Tom Ingram that holds the quickest lap, so that's going to be another point which goes his way, and he's still leading the race as well, whereas Jake Hill has not led as of yet and has not got the quickest lap. He tries to go to the outside, almost being pushed right towards the edge of the gravel trap there, but he manages to escape without too much drama. And, of course, if Tom Ingram stays here, he'll further extend the points lead over himself between Jake Hill, Ash Sutton and Colin Turkin and if Jake gets through, it'll bring the gap down, as we said, to a very, very small three points between the two of them. So it's going to be absolutely crucial uh, that he can squeeze his way through. But as it stands, Tom Ingram is putting up a great defence in the Hyundai as they turn away now through the left-hander. And now this might be Jake's chance. He gets a good exit through the left-hander on towards Pilgrim's Drop. So if they're on the hybrid, they'll be trying to use it now. There's two laps left for Jake Kill. There's three laps left for Tom Ingram. So he hasn't used all of his. Uh, Jake Kill will probably run out with probably one lap to go. Uh, unless he saves it for the last lap and, uh, and goes a lap between now and then without it. But uh, as it stands, uh, Tom Ingram is in the uh, best of the seats within this one. And he continues now to lead the race. But Jake Hill is putting all the pressure he possibly can uh, into this battle. As still third place at the minute is Rory Butcher. But uh, Colin Turkington, again, glued to the rear. Just uh, a tenth and a half between those two cars as they work the way now uh, through the right-hander of uh, Sheen. 
down towards Sterling's. They come, and the leaders are about to appear back under the bridge with the laps ticking away once more. So Jake Hill is running out of uh, time. He's running out of places to get through. And Colin Turkington has finally got through. Just saw in the background there of the picture that uh, Colin has got through on Rory Butcher. So we're not quite done. Colin Turkington could be a man who challenges for a win in this second race of the day because he now was clear air. Uh, should start doing some quick laps here. And we could have Colin Turkington uh, still trying to keep himself in this championship fight onto the top two very shortly. And with Tom Ingram defending, uh, they are both holding each other up. So I wouldn't put it past Colin Turkington uh, being right there with the race leaders. They head downhill in towards the left-hander. Uh, already on this lap, I think Colin Turkington has taken some time out because last time across the line, the gap was 1.5 seconds between Hill and Turkington. Uh, through the first sector. Colin Turkington is already two tenths quicker. So Colin Turkington is on the move. Further back, Adam Morgan now makes a move on his teammate once again. So George Gamble is demoted down into seventh place. And Adam Morgan goes back up into sixth place. Uh, that looked like a fairly easy move there. Of course, these two just swapping positions to try and help George Gamble out with this five-second penalty. And Jake Hill almost lost the rear end there through Hawthorne. He's absolutely charging hard now uh, because he knows that Colin Turkington has been released. So uh, he needs to get on with the job uh, to make sure that he can stay with Tom Ingram and try and get past, all knowing that Colin Turkington is going quicker and quicker behind because through sector two, he was a tenth quicker than the two ahead of him. And through sector three, he's three tenths quicker. So already on this lap, he's brought that gap down to less than a second. So Colin Turkington, as we're about to head on to the last lap of the race, is going to still be there in that third position. But can he go for second? Can he go for the race win? We're not too sure. We're about to find out. The championship stands. There are 14 points between the top three. So it will go all the way to the final race of the year as we now head on to the final lap of round 29 of the Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship. They're pretty much equidistant between the top three. It's about six tenths between first and second, uh, just over seven tenths between second and third as they work their way through uh, Druids once more. I think Rory Butcher is now pretty much settled in that fourth place. Fifth place and trying his best to hang on. And he's done a good job, actually, with, again, the, the left rear bodywork just flailing there. That's Ash Sutton in the first of the Napa Racing UK uh, Ford Focuses. Then we have the two car gods with Sicily Motorsport BMWs. Adam Morgan not quite done yet. He uses the hybrid for another time. Down towards 30s he goes to try and put the pressure on Ash Sutton through the left-hand up. And then behind Morgan, we've got Gamble, Josh Cook, Dan Camish and Bobby Thompson still find themselves inside the top 10. So no change uh, amongst them. And I think, yeah, Jake Hill has run out of hybrid and Colin Turkington has also run out of hybrid on this last lap. So it's going to be for Jake Hill, uh, just the, the kind of scenario now, keeping himself ahead of Colin uh, and making sure he doesn't lose valuable points to what would be uh, a gain for, again, Tom Ingram at the head of the field. So Tom Ingram has done superbly well so far this weekend. He qualified on pole yesterday by well over four tenths of a second. He took the victory in race number one here at Brands Hatch earlier today. He's had a bit more pressure in race number two, but with it, he's going to lead a lap. He's going to take the fastest lap, and it'll be a second victory of the weekend. A second ever victory around the Brands Hatch Grand Prix circuit. A 25th victory in his British touring car career. But Tom Ingram cements himself back at the top of the championship and wins round 29 of the Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship. Jake Hill in the BMW comes through in second. Jake's teammate, Colin Turkington, is there in third place. We'll have to see what he has done in terms of his championship. It might have just slipped away there but we'll get the confirmation at the end of this one. I think it would have done because he's behind Tom Ingram. He needed to be ahead of him, really. So I think Colin might be out of the equation at the end of that.